Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound, JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones, seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, real friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. Oh my God, look how He's skinny back. he is. Let's go. Look God, how you look skinny. He really looks great. Fuck. Dude, you lost 40 pounds in your head. <laughs> I wish I lost. Do you notice pounds. how I mean, you're you you don't cuz you look in the mirror every day, but to those of us who don't see you every week, you lost a lot of weight in your face. I lost a lot of weight in my body it looks like too. Uh, I dropped 15 pounds uh just changing, not necessarily changing. I changed how I ate, yes, but I was losing weight before that. Strictly from quitting the weed and the booze. Yeah. So. Well, I'm finding that um, for those of you curious, uh, if you want to expedite your 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 fitness, um, giving up animals and uh, alcohol is definitely a a, 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 a expedites things. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, giving up the weed is really really did yeah, the trick. Course, you know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. That makes you hungry. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Not only that, freaking. We are uh, THC is stored in your fat cells, and yep. uh, so it takes a long time to get out of your body. And when your body is detoxing from it, a lot of people think, "Oh, I could smoke weed." You smoke weed like me and Snoop Dogg, and then try to quit. <laughs> you're gonna go. You're gonna have some withdrawal. Yeah. yeah. And I had withdrawals like night sweats and stuff like that. And let me tell you something right now: night sweats kind of help with. The losing of the weight. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't endorse that as a means of uh, trying to lose weight. 
I think alcohol helps giving up alcohol is not just the, the the empty calories, but also what happens. You get buzzed and you're like, oh, fuck it. Let's order cheeseburgers, you know? Right, right. Well, yeah, that, that helped too. How are you? I miss you. I'm glad that I see you back in your closet. I'm back in the closet. It's good to see you guys. Hey, I want to say something, not to toot my own horn, but Dan will please insert a, a tooting horn noise here. The film that I made with Christopher Walken is currently number four on iTunes. Let's That's amazing. Go. Hey, congratulations. That is called, awesome. It's called Percy vs. Goliath. And um, please watch it if you're listening and you can hear my voice. I would love for you to check it out. I have a, mm-hmm. I have a, I have a supporting part, a relatively small part. I play his, his lawyer. It's a true story about a, a farmer who took on Monsanto in Canada, and it is the ultimate David and Goliath story. This man had the most insane courage and um, Christopher Walken is Christopher Walken, for God's sakes, and Christina Ricci's in it. And, you know, we made this movie for $10, and it has no marketing budget, and I just thought, oh, this no one's ever going to see this. And then I looked today, I looked this morning, it was number four on iTunes. That's amazing. That's amazing, yeah. dude. That is absolutely awesome. Thunderous Thank applause, you. Dan. Yeah, Dan, I got Indeed. this one, Dan. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I have oh, it's the first time turners. I've been able to give myself uh, uh, thunderous applause. Yes, Donald? <laughs> I have your key turners, so when we say Ooh. turn your key, we can do all of that. And apparently, it's set up so that it can actually, cr- like, Daniel, you'll be have to be the one to do it, but it's set up to where you could plug something into it, and it Probably. actually functions as... A mechanism. So. That's awesome. Wow. It's probably MIDI. Is now, is that, is that fellow who made those coming on the show? I believe yes. he's our guest today. Oh, he great. certainly is. We can ask him how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's uh, MIDI. Absolutely. That's my guess. What else is going on? I watched a really great movie. I got to say something. Ready? Go for it. You know who's Go one on. of the most underrated actors in Hollywood? I, Donald Faison. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. He needs more work. I'm telling That's you right I'm talking now. About. Yes, if you're listening and you uh, need an actor, call Donald. Who's the most underrated Donald. actor? No, I'm not the most, but a very underrated, amazing actress um, who I watched in a film that was drop jaw good last night is Molly Shannon. Mm. Oh, Molly Shannon. So good. On, now, you might know Molly Shannon as genius comedian from SNL and from all the movies she's been in. But recently, she's been doing some dramatic work. And holy shit, you have to see this movie called Other People. I'm, 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 I'm giving it 10 out of 10 stars. It was incredible. And she, I mean, my, bro- my brother's in town. And he goes, I can't believe she didn't get nominated for this. And I had wow. the same thought. Um, she is so fucking talented, that woman. I mean, we knew I knew her to be a comedic genius, but she brings the drama chops too. I feel like the Oscars this year was a little uh, weird. I, I just to put it out there, you know, I thought Chadwick Boseman was a shoe in to win. So did they? That's why they put it last. <laughs> it was a mess. That was so weird. I don't it was understand. Weird. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't know what happened. I, I do get, have to say. I do have to say that. That Anthony Hopkins performance in The Father is one of the most amazing performances I've ever so, seen. Well, period. Sir, well, it is Sir Anthony Hopkins. Did you see I, it? Did you guys I, see it? I did not I did see not. it. I was sure Chadwick was going. I was sure Chadwick was going to win. Like like everyone, including the producers of the show, even to my friends that day, I was like Chadwick's going to win for obvious reasons, and and because he's an extraordinary actor, and people are so heartbroken by what happened. But I said to myself, but and. It, it, it's a close race because that Anthony Hopkins performance was holy shit. I can't believe it was a masterclass in acting. And then I, I was genuinely surprised like everybody when he won, but yeah, do that, see the movie. Cause the movie. Oh, absolutely. Don't, don't, 
if you're gonna if you're gonna complain about it like I am, I have to watch every movie before I can say. Like I thought Chadwick was a shoe in the wind because of his body of work, yeah. you know, what he's meant to the yeah. entertainment industry since he since he's come through. Yeah. And, you know, and he passed away and I was hoping that, you know, like other actors who have passed away in the past uh would have Heath their Ledger. Heath that's a perfect example would mm-hmm. get the you know what it might not be the best performance of his career but we're not going to get an opportunity to see right. anymore so let's right. give him let's I give think, him I, I think so many people thought that Donald I mean they literally restructured the show so that it would end with this beautiful moment right. I'm sure his his widow um speaking as she has done so eloquently before um so it was shocking to everybody um, yeah but that being said, let's talk about the television show Scrub, shall we? Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's the stories that we all should know. So gather around to hear our, gather around to hear our Scrubs rewatch show with Zach and Dono. I had my brother and my friend Preston in town, and I said, hey, I got to watch the show for the podcast. Do you want to watch with me? And um, they had lots of jazz cabbage, and I um, I was like a little bit nervous because I was like, oh, what if it's a one that's not that funny? They were fucking hysterically laughing at this episode. <laughs> I was not smoking, but hysterically laughing at this episode. It's a really funny one. It has some great moments in it. I mean, uh, I mean, let's. I mean, uh, one of the funniest moments in Scrubs history is you naked in the fetal position on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I even think it's funny when I'm on the ground. You can see me breaking as we're saying, as I'm saying these you lines. Are? You yeah, are? I'm smiling. I'm smiling. <laughs> I have a smile on my face. Your penis was well hidden. You must have, because your penis isn't one you can just tuck under. You really have to sort of strap it down, like like a like a like a leg holster. <laughs> You, you have a me, leg Zach. holster? Did you, you honor have... me? Hold you on, let me get my you honor oh me. Oh my god! Oh, I lost my cheat sheet for where you honor me is. This is a guess. No, that's not. <laughs> no, that's the big you one. We can't use that anymore. I got it. You honor me. You, 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 you honor me. There it is. Um, no. So, did you have sort of a? Well, you know, what I think in the firearm industry they call a leg holster to contain your shaft. No, I I wear compression shorts though. I see. To keep it in. No, but you're naked in this particular shot we're talking no, about. No, no, no. I have on compression shorts and I have on boxer. Oh, oh I didn't. I, I zoned out. I just pictured you naked. You were just looking for ass and dick, huh? Well, I, I don't want it, but it's nice to observe a girthy shaft in, in, in its natural habitat. <laughs> oh, my it's goodness. Like, you know, when you, when, yeah. Anyway, I'll stop there. Hey, um... So wait, Carlin, I forgot that Carlin and Turk really break up and like could be on the verge of ending their relationship. It got yeah, real. I, I forgot all of this, to be honest with you. And when Shay was talking about it, I was like, I don't remember that. And then the scene pops up where yeah. they're sitting by the grave at the end of the show. And, you know, spoiler alert. They don't get back together at the end of this episode either, man. I like know. they're still kind of fucked up. I really didn't remember that. Um, that that the, obviously it was wise as a showrunner to create drama, and so the audience is concerned. But I I I didn't remember it at all that you guys were literally like living in separate houses and talking about not getting back together. Has there ever been a show where the main characters on the show or the loved 
the characters who are in love with each other get divorced? Oh, I'm sure. Like they threatened it on Blackish, but it didn't happen. Like, is there a show where it starts off where everything's, you know, awesome, and then four seasons in, they're like, let's get divorced? I don't know. Joelle, are you looking that up? Oh, uh, yeah, I think um, uh, in Will and Grace, Grace gets divorced. Yeah, but uh, Grace isn't married to Will. That's you know what I mean. Grace is married. So, okay, to, so the two no. main characters. Yeah, you know what no. I mean. Like the the, I don't think it happens. I don't think it's ever happened. I don't know, but William of Van Duzer Lawrence clearly wanted to create some season four drama. By the way, we're going so fast. This is hey, you'll love this. It's four twenty. This is episode four twenty. Hey, right on. We're going so fast. Yeah. I mean, we're even now, half- even though we slowed down to one a week, it feels like this is flying by. We really got to get our our. We're our almost posts. halfway there. Yeah, we got to get our post scrubs plans in order. Um, we do need to get that in order. How's your water drinking coming? I see you sipping. Yeah, um, I'm supposed to now. I moved on to a gallon a day. Um, you were you were not at a gallon a day. No, I was at th- this thing that I drink out of is two gallons, and um, that's two and, gallons right there. Sorry, I misspoke. This thing right here is two liters. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, I'm. I have I have this scene where I'm where I'm shirtless and I'd like to look my best, right? Because if you're going to broadcast yourself to Earth, you want to look your best. Hold on one second, man. Yeah. You've been drinking only two liters a day. I went straight full gallon a day from the gate, and I was pissing like a racehorse. Yeah. The problem is that you pissing becomes sort of a, a very large part of your day. Right, like I have to plan. I got a plan. <laughs> yeah, you got plan when I'm drinking. You got a plan when you got to drive somewhere. You got a plan. Like, good thing I'm not going to the movie theater because you couldn't go to the movie theater. You're, you're not watching the movie. <laughs> you're not watching the movie. You're spending most of your time in the bathroom looking at. the I know. Movie. I'm not going to be doing a gallon a day when I'm not um, gearing up to. to but that's so healthy for you. Why not? Well, two liters is one thing. A gallon is like is. I think I think I could shift one step back. A gallon. Yeah, I feel great. So for what it's worth, I feel great. But. Maybe my bladder will like expand. Or, That's what to... I'm thinking. Like the thing is, you have to spread it out with the keep chugging or whatever the message is. Because when you do it that way, you pee once, and then you pee again later. When you drink, like I've made the mistake of being like, "Oh man, I didn't make it to the end," and then drinking like a half a gallon of water and then going yeah. to bed yeah, and then getting sucks. up at one. I find if I put a little two. lemon in it, um, it makes it way more. Um, appealing because lemon water is delicious like who doesn't like that but just plain water is uh oh, i've gotten used to i've gotten used to plain water really now. yeah now joelle we had talked about a lot every time i post about this water bottle that with the, with the inspirational things on it fans are always uh, in my instagram like where the hell did you get that and then of course i thought we should make uh since donald and i both use this a fake doctor's real friends one that can have the times on it and like you are deserving and eagle, yeah. e- eagle will be the last one. You made right. it, eagle. That's what I'm talking about. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, Joelle, yeah, yeah. can we make that? We're working on it. We are right. trying to figure out the best way to do it. But I think it's a great idea. Well, yeah. I, keep the I, keep the world hydrated. That's yes. one bottle at a time. That's well. If there's one thing everybody listening has always heard from doctors or healthy people is that you got to drink a lot of water. And I've never done it. I've been so bad at it my whole life. And um, this this bottle at least helps you because you're staring at it and you're like, come on, I don't want to fail. It's 3 p.m. I'm not at the 3 p.m. line. Come on. Right. <laughs> Make it competitive. Did you laugh at, you know, well, how would you feel if your husband was on the phone talking to some other woman? 
I pretty, feel pretty bad. Yeah, but mostly because I have a husband. Did you laugh at that? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I laughed at a lot of stuff. Now, what about when you go, don't mention the carnival? And I'm like, yeah. what? Because it reminds me of Carla. <laughs> right. Remove the Niv. <laughs> <laughs> and switch the L and the A. And then you see JD like, like, like fuck with the letters on screen. <laughs> that was so funny. But then we still went to the carnival. I know. I just laughed at <laughs> remove the Niv. <laughs> Like Turk had already Turk had already done the the breakdown of the word to figure out how to turn carnival into Carla. You know, I knew Elliot was a nervous poor, but I didn't know yeah. she was that much of a nervous she really, poor. Really? Now like, I'm an, I don't like this either. I do not want to talk to anyone. I've mentioned no. this before. I don't like talking. No. I, if I'm in a public stall and someone else is pooing, I can't poo. Oh. Can you can you can you sit down in a public bathroom, dude? You with, know me. With, let I me don't... just finish. Let me finish with 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 what are the three quarters of an inch of metal between you, and and the other person's like. <sighs> we had this okay. conversation, dude. All right. Well, some people haven't heard every episode. Can you do that? I can't do <laughs> no, that. No, listen to me, man. I I'm the man that we could be online at the movie theater to see. Star oh, you go Wars. home to poo. I forgot. Yeah, I will go home and poo. And it all stems from when I was doing this commercial and this dude's dad was in the bathroom and was going, Oh, God, fuck my... Oh, my butt. Why? 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 You know what's bad when someone screams, Here comes the corn. Oh, God. (laughs) Have you ever screamed why while having a bowel movement? That's not good. Oh no! Why? No. no. Yeah. Listen, Thankfully. and it, and and, and oh, listen. I have and I'm a curly or a letter J. Yeah. As <laughs> long as it's a deuce. I have and I was so dehydrated that it was like that thing was stuck at the exit. Okay, <laughs> we can stop there, Joelle. Oh, jo- Joelle's cringing. So much. But wait, I want to say one more thing. Um, so what I do if I have to go to a public bathroom is I first, and it's and it's multiple stalls. I have to do the duck to see if there's other feet. If there's oh, other you feet, get I'm close out. to the floor. You get close to the floor like that, huh? I don't lie down. I I bend over, <laughs> see if there's other feet. If there's anyone else, I'm out. I gotta wait. Okay, so if or you find another poo, bathroom, and if you got to poo real bad, that's a wrap. You're just gonna just shit yourself. What do you do? I find another bathroom uh, in that building. Or I... Um, if you're at the movie theater, what are you going to do? I've never pooed at a movie theater. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm talking about like, you know... You ever pooed at a restaurant? <laughs> I don't think I've pooed at a restaurant. Mostly it's like... When, um, these examples, I mean like, I'm, let's say I'm working, I'm, I'm editing a show and I'm in some big Got post-production it. facility. And you're this at Warner Brothers or you're at... Yeah, or, like, or, or yeah. like, you know, you know, when we're on movies, you have a, you have a trailer. You at least have a trailer with your own, with your own toilet, but... Uh, I, I don't know any any of I I I don't think I've ever pooed at a at a restaurant. Although okay. on my birthday I had a birthday. My do you remember this? Were you there? My fortieth birthday. I no, I wasn't at your forty. I was at your forty first. Nobody was at your fortieth birthday. Yeah, they you were. This is what happened. You came. I, you I got a, sick. That's right. So I, I arranged to have 20, 25 people at a dinner at a very fancy restaurant catch in New York. In, in New York. And I, um, I don't know if you ever gotten food poisoning, uh, or listener, or you two. But what all of a sudden I was, as I was, I was got like all dressed up. People had flown in. It was going to be a big. It's my 40th birthday. It was a big deal. And as I'm setting out the name cards on the table, 
I started to feel that rumble. You know that rumble where you're like, mm. oh no! And I didn't oh, have any boo. I didn't have any booze in me or anything. It was just oh, boy. something I uh. ate. And I'm, I'm setting out the fucking name cards around the table, like making sure the seating arrangement is right. You probably had like, DeBarge's rhythm of the night in your head to the beat of the rhythm of the night. Yeah. It's my birthday night. Yes, I had Pop a little bop in my step. <laughs> and then I was like, and then I'm like, oh no! Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then I run. I, I start to feel I'm gonna puke. Guests haven't even arrived yet. And this is a fancy restaurant in New York in, in a meatpacking district called Catch. And, um, and I go – now, I run to the bathroom. Now, the bathroom, because it's a party place, has an attendant. That's to make sure that people don't, I guess, do drugs or have sex or, or whatever. I, I, it's meant to – the attendant in a bathroom, I assume, is meant – people think, oh, it's a fancy place. The guy's going to give me a mint and hand me paper towels. But and I got to give him a dollar. Yeah, I think he's really there to make sure no one does drugs or – Fucks against the sink. That's or if my he's or or if he's smart about it, he's a motherfucking drug dealer, and he's like, "I got that shit. Go in the stall." Okay, maybe cut that out. No, <laughs> you can leave that. Everyone likes to hear how Donald would hustle as a bathroom attendant. If but I was I... a bathroom attendant. <laughs> 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 well, so anyway, anyway, so the stall has also been adjusted at this restaurant so that it doesn't go anywhere near the floor, again, for the same reasons. They don't want people congregating in there together. There's only one stall. It's probably the do- bottom of the door is probably three feet off the ground. I don't know what the fucking stall door is blocking, but I have to puke. So I'm down yeah. on my knees, and I'm trying to fucking get this puke out because I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, if I just puke, get this out, no harm, no foul, I'll go back to my 40th birthday party. And then a guy, a guy comes into the bathroom behind me because it's you know a multiple thing, and he and he says to the bathroom attendant, pointing at me. I can hear him, see him pointing at my legs because everyone can see me. It's it's a high stall door, <laughs> and the, and he goes really loudly so I can hear. He goes, "Wow, already," meaning oh, like wow. it's, only, it's only like eight thirty. Why are you puking already? Rude. And now, mind you, I have oh, nothing in my body, and so I'm not like I'm not like drunk or anything. So I'm like, I can't get it up, can't get it up. I say, I tip the guy like 20 bucks. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I'm probably going to be back to puke. Um, I, I don't feel well. And he's like, okay. And so, okay, do you want to buy some blow? No, I'm just kidding. So, um, so I go back to the table. Every, all the guests are arriving. I'm smiling at everyone. I'm like, oh, my God, this is really bad. This is really bad. This is really bad. And everyone's sitting down, and I, I run out the door. I'm like, fuck that bathroom. I'm just going to go puke on the street. So I run down to the street. And there's a dumpster like across the street. I start puking like like oh. fire hose, like stand by me, fire hose puking. Straight up projectile vomit. Yeah. Tight. And of course, people are, people are passing on the street being like, oh, my God, this guy. Again, same attitude, like little early, buddy. You know, that kind of thing. Everyone thinks I'm hammered, but I'm stone cold sober food poisoning. And every time I puke, I won't tell you the whole story, but there's like 15 more times. I keep thinking this will be the time where it's over and I can <laughs> – I've gotten it out of my face. You did the dealer slap and push away. Yeah. The dealer clap and push away from the table. Yeah. Now, I've already paid for this dinner. Everyone's here. Now, the good news is when I went back, everyone, I could see everyone like you would. They think I'm I'm around socializing with other people. No one's thinking about me. They're all getting drunk. They're all eating sushi. They're all talking to each other. And finally, I go to my mom. was like, it was one of those moments where even though you're 40, you need your mom. And I'm like, mom, what the fuck? I probably didn't say fuck to my mom. Mom, what the <laughs> heck am I supposed to do? Like, what am I supposed to do in this scenario? I'm puking at dumpsters outside. And she goes, you have to go home. And I was like, you're right. I'm going to French exit. Don't tell anyone. Or 
if they ask, you can tell them at the end. So I grabbed my coat and I left. And everyone had a great time at my birthday, and I paid the bill. <laughs> well, wow, a generous friend. That's Fantastic. very nice of you to pay that bill, buddy. Oh, are you kidding me? Come on. They, they all came to yeah. my big birthday party, and I was incapacitated. Um, The next year was the next the year, year. Well, I rationalized that, the next year being like, this is going to be my 40th birthday. That mm-hmm. was a, that, that's a, a mulligan. Is that what you say? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to take a mulligan. And uh, and we're gonna go to Mexico and go all out, and then we did, and that's when Donald infamously got woozy. That well, that mm-hmm. was when I got woozy. Yeah. My brother Josh is in town, <laughs> and we were we were laughing about you getting woozy. Yeah, it's it's nothing real, makes it him real. laugh harder than you going. I'm, I'm I was woozy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I'm glad it didn't. I'm glad it didn't come out both ends because that would have been really embarrassing, dude. Yeah, so. It was horrible. It was horrible. I mean, if you've ever had food, I'm assuming it was food poisoning from. It wasn't. Trust me, it wasn't from Catch, which is an incredible restaurant. Um, it was. It had, it had happened during because I, I didn't even have a bite of Catch. It was. It happened in some other restaurant, and I, or something. I, I, that day. I, anyway. I wonder. I wonder how Elliot would deal with this problem. Then, you know yes. what I mean? Like that is a. That's one of those moments where, if she can't poo, if she's a nervous pooer. If you're a nervous pooer, I guess you'd have to project. She would just throw up on everybody. Well, Elliot's anyway. extreme. Elliot decides, tells Carla that if she cannot handle the no talking on the toilet rolls, she's going to have to move out. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, if she brings it up that she talked on the toilet, that she was on the toilet talking yeah. to her, she won't poop for another two weeks. I wonder if Sarah really has this conundrum. I'm sure Sarah's a nervous poor. Do you think I don't Sarah's think this, a nervous poor? I believe Sarah's a nervous poor. I don't think, like, I I feel like this is based on her character. My brother said the same thing. My brother was laughing. He goes, this must be really be her. Yeah. I feel we like it's based on her. should have an Ask Sarah right? segment. That would be great. <laughs> um, can we do that? Sarah, yeah, sure. are you really a nervous poor? Do you, the, your character in this episode um, really, really cannot talk to, even through the door if someone's asking them a question? She can't even talk about it, like, after, days after. At work, she can't talk yes. about it. Sarah, the audience want to know, all over the world, they want to know, do you have this problem with your anus? So am I a nervous poor? I think the answer is going to surprise you because it doesn't really go with my personality. And I think you're going to bet that I am a nervous poor, but I'm actually not a nervous poor. And I think that that comes from... When I was a kid, we did a lot of camping, like not just car camping, but, you know, hiking overnight in the woods camping. So I have like a very high comfort level with it. Also with talking about it, discussing it. Um, I would say I'm more of a grateful pooer, you know, just grateful that it's, uh, you know, everything's working out. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah, for talking about your bowel movement. (laughs) We should go to break, buddy. Let's go go to break. break. We'll be right back. Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud 
following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RealFriends. Hey listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash real friends. That's helixsleep.com slash real friends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise-canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built-in USB-C charging cable and a noise-canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. And we're back. And we're back. What is, oh, the, how, my, we laughed out loud when we were in the bouncy castle. My tummy's yeah. starting to rumble. <laughs> Speaking of nervous pooing. Yeah. So I take you to the carnival. We still go. I can't believe, and it's just the bouncy house. Yeah, we really, really must have ran out of money by episode uh, twenty of season four when the carnival was represented by a bouncy castle. Yeah, <laughs> Bill. Bill must have spent should, that money elsewhere. We should talk about Ken Jenkins and yes. the Kelso storyline and how great it was and how great he was. Yeah, and it. Um, it's always so refreshing when Bill gives Ken 
more levels to play than just the grumpy boss because he's such a good actor, Ken, that he just delivers. And, and you know, this was one of those episodes where he really got to, to do a lot with not only taking on a patient, but also um, his sort of old man camaraderie with Johnny C, you know, talking about how medicine used to be and how he was feeling, how doctors, I'm just, I imagine this came from real doctors saying we feel disrespected in some ways. Now the advent of phones and the internet, everyone thinks they know more than us. And we used to, we used to have a level of respect in society that, that we don't get from everybody these days anymore. Well, doctors also used to, it used to be a job that was, it was a, it was like, if you were a doctor, you were like, you know, you were a leader in the community. You know, you were, there were so many things. And great wealthy. Things, yeah, there were so many great things about being a doctor. And then, I think you're still a leader in the community. And I do, I personally think you're still respected, but I'm sure they would say we don't make anywhere the money we used to make. And we have to go to school for fucking eight years. I, you know, I, I would hope that people would look to doctors and, and, uh, to be leaders in the community. I don't know that I would, I, you know, if I, my next door neighbor could be a doctor, I don't, you know, I'm not going to him. No, but I'm don't you, when you, when you, when you come across someone who's a medical doctor, don't you, doesn't your I have, a, I have the trigger of amount of respect for them? I have the utmost respect for them, but it, a lot of it has to do with the fact that I played a doctor on television. You know what I mean? A lot of it has to do with knowing what they go through and how stressful the job is you know, but that's in our society, thing. if someone's like, if someone you meet someone and they're dating someone new, and you go, "What does he do? What does he she do?" They go, "Oh, she's a doctor." You're like, "Oh, you know, that's still a natural reaction." Right, and then you find out that they end up making no money, and then you're and like, you find, oh. out they're a, "You find out they're a chiropractor," and you're like, "Oof." Or you find out they're a I'm dermatologist. Just I'm just kidding. I love or you find out they're a dermatologist. That was so funny. That was very that funny. Wasn't me. <laughs> I didn't even hit it, Daniel. Sure, you didn't. <laughs> it's got that a was... mind of its own. That was very funny with the uh, with the uh, with the dermatologist running down the hall. Move! Yes. Get out of my way! Get out of my! And then yeah. his diagnosis at the end was like, "Ooh, yeah, your skin looks bad." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. And and then and then and then so, uh, Cox says, "You look like a purse." Yeah, <laughs> because the guy was so sunburnt and fucked fucked up his face with melanoma. That was that was very very. Funny. Um, now let's talk about the most important thing that happens in this episode of all time: the introduction of Hooch. Well, it's not the introduction, but it's the it's the us finding out. This is the first time you say Hooch is crazy. Wait, um, I have a question. Hooch was in another episode. Hooch is in an episode with Tom Hanks's brother. That already happened. No, did it not happen yet? No. Okay, so yeah, I guess this is the introduction. This is of Hooch. the introduction of Hooch. I know that to be a fact because I double checked Scrubs Wiki. Okay, hmm. well. I'm going to say this then. Go ahead. Turk and JD egged Hooch on. Yes. Turk and JD we, we made Hooch we, crazy. No, I disagree. We made him crazy. No, sir. <laughs> you can't make someone crazy like that. We we didn't know what we were messing with. We messed with the bull and we got the horns. <laughs> many episodes later. We, many, just many assumed, episodes later. we just assumed that he was sort of laughing along with us. He was not fucking coming he was to play. Like, it's okay, J. It's okay, JD. Oh it's okay, God. JD. It's okay, Turk. It happens all the time. The it feels like is, you could have said yeah. beer instead of hooch, though. The best part about that is I want if you I want the audience listening to go back and watch this moment where Phil Lewis, the fucking hilarious Phil Lewis, does the genius, double, the comic genius. Does, that he did is. you see what he does on the on the counter? He does a little little double tap. <laughs> He's so livid. Did you catch that, Joel? He's yeah, so livid. 
He's so livid, and he's holding all his fucking rage in. And he comes when when, guys, when we said let's have some hooch or whatever we say. And he comes in. It's in the it's in the lobby, and he's through the through the little window to the hallway. And he goes. It just feels like I don't, I don't know where he does it, but he, he he puts a little in the pause. He just feels like he could have said something else. It's just a little. <laughs> there's something about it I find so funny. It's his rage is going through his whole body, and all he can do to hold it in is just do a little counter tap. Right, <laughs> like it, like like it, it alleviates the rage yeah. just yes. a little bit. Yeah, it's just tapping just it takes, down. It just yeah, it, yeah, he's tapping it down. It just lets a little bit of the rage come out through his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, oh Hooch is fucking keeping that rage in, and we think, oh, it's fun to mess with Hooch, but we don't know what's gonna come out of it. Well, you say it yourself after you get Elliot to do it. Just say no, Hooch. But I only, I'm still saying it in a joking way, dude. I'm still Hooch like, Hooch is crazy. crazy. <laughs> That's called, started, that is the, the long idea? game, dude. Yeah. That is the long game. Bill and the writers were playing the long game on this joke because the payoff doesn't come for many, 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 many episodes. Yeah. Well, you know what happens is, is, is that, and this is a lesson to you actors out there. You could come onto a show. I mean, Phil was a known actor, but you could come onto a show with, Two sentences. And if you do something that's funny or great, people start, the writers start to write for you. I mean, let's just have them back. Let's keep going. And Phil obviously wasn't an unknown actor, but he was so fucking funny as this character that Bill just kept writing for him, kept putting him on. And then obviously, as you all know, he became a fan favorite. And, um, and you know, Hooch is Crazy is something that gets said to me. All the time, times a month. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure when Phil meets people, I'm sure he's he's heard that before. Oh yeah, and and no running in my lobby apparently from hmm. uh, from Zach and Cody. Sweet life of Zach and Cody. I guess he was the hotel manager. Joel, he was. Either yeah, he was. Yeah, I, was I think he, he was the, a manager. If if memory okay. serves, yeah. it's been a minute. But yeah, he uh, was definitely staying. Were on you young enough to watch that show, Joel? I was like just above the age, but I was still watching a lot of Disney cartoons. So occasionally I would, you know, catch a clip or a moment. That's like when Saved by the Bell came out. I was a little too old to be watching Saved by the Bell, yeah. but I still watch Saved by the Bell. You cut yourself watching some kids' show. You I, know, don't there's there's a, I don't think there's a show meant for young people that I that I watched into adulthood. Really. Well, I don't know. I can't think of one. I mean, American yeah. Idol, I guess I watch sometimes. That's probably that's not that's for young people. That's, that's meant for everybody. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that's for everybody. The uh, janitors are drunk, dude. Holy well, cow. Then, I don't know if he's... Yeah, he is... There are a lot of jokes about him being a covert alcoholic. Wow. He's really drunk in this episode. Yeah, he didn't have much to do. He didn't even... I don't even think he had much of a... Even a, a laugh. He just had to be, like, drunk at work. Right. Well, he got... He had to do voiceover. Yeah, that was weird too. So what happened was I tap him and he starts voiceover again. And I turn to my brother because I was reminding him. I go, oh, you know, once a season I pass the voiceover around, this must be the janitor's episode. And then it wasn't. He just did – all of a sudden Bill sort of broke his own rules and gave the janitor like a few lines of voiceover. Right. That scene and then the scene later when he's in the hallway with Kelso. It really bothered me that Kelso can't get the door open, right? <laughs> and you see clearly that he's not pushing the handle that would open the door, right? He's not even trying it. And then he adds a line like, how did she lodge this door closed? And then we cut inside. There's clearly nothing blocking the door. <laughs> right? And then, and then he uses the screwdriver. To... Well, then he uses the screwdriver, right? But I didn't even think the hinges are on, the, on, the, on that side of the door. Right. right? So then later on, the door has obviously been repaired. And 
And he busts it open like he's the Hulk again without a like, screwdriver. Right. He just wanted to make an entrance. That yeah. was very funny. And then his speech at the end was, you know, to this day, it's one of the best lines. I, I'm going to, I don't want to butcher it. What does he say? Anything? Nothing worth having comes easy. Right. Mm. That's a, Which is the lesson of the show and very, very useful advice to everybody on everything, anything you want. It's not, it's not going to come easy. I didn't know Google was around back then. Yeah. I, I, I remember Ask Jeeves. You remember that? Yeah. Ask Jeeves. She has like a, she has an early smartphone. Because, you know, if you look at the show, all of us are really using flip phones still. She has sort of like a Palm Pilot, the character the, the, that Kelso is dealing with. She has sort of a Palm Pilot. Yeah, right? I, I found, yeah, I found that very, very, I, I just didn't know that we had Google like that back then. I remember Yahoo. I remember, you know, I, I didn't know Google was. I don't know. Joel, what Google year? Google launched in 1998, September 4th, right, so 1998. What year did the iPhone come out? 2007. 2007. So, so we're nowhere near the iPhone coming out yet. What were people using at this time? Now? Well, we had flip phones, and then and then and then the, the woman in this episode clearly has some internet phone because she's she's using her little stylus. It must have been a Palm Pilot, I'm guessing. But yeah. Wi-Fi was around like that, or she's on. You know what I mean? Like yeah. how was she? She, I don't know. How did Palm Pilot work, Daniel? You're the they tech had, whiz. They had, oh, thank you very much. They had, they could uh, receive internet through like, you know, either Wi-Fi or. But I w- or, I'm um, pretty sure at this point, everything was hardwired into the wall, right? I mean, like you had an had, Ethernet and. No. We've had no. Wi-Fi for a long time. We've had Wi-Fi mm-hmm. for a long time. Oh, I just didn't get hip to it until after Scrubs, I guess. Well, you probably didn't have DSL. You maybe had a modem. Yeah, that's what I, you know. And you were, I don't know. I don't know either, to be Ooh. honest with you. I just found this very interesting. I was like, wow, my, my, my remembrance of technology is way off. Um, who says – oh, oh, Nurse Roberts says she Googled – she, she Googled, Googled your ass. Yeah. yeah, was that Nurse Roberts who said that? <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, I'm not – Nurse Roberts, I don't, I'm not into your street lingo. <laughs> <laughs> Very... He's never heard of Google. No, that's neither did I at this point. I'm sure of it. Anyway, uh, what about when Sarah, when Judy's speaking Spanish and Sarah cracks up and she goes, <laughs> "You know what I'm saying?" She goes, "No, I just know when to laugh in any language." <laughs> <laughs> we look good doing that cocktails thing. We looked good. My brother was like, "You? What did you train for that?" I, I, I we, we did, did rehearse. We? Yeah, we rehearsed. rehearsed I know that. we rehearsed, but why did we look so good? Were there? I don't know. We looked good. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and we did. We looked like we were having a blast. That looked like a fun party to be at. I wanted to be yeah. at that party. So did I. At that moment in time, I was like, wow, look at all the ladies. And look yeah. at Ta- and we Turk were, and JD. We were like in Cocktail, like yeah. that Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. I even did the spin with the bottle opener. Yeah. That was fun. And then and then we were like, stay here and drink for Carla. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so then I said, Turk has a hang. Oh, even though I had a hangover that would slay a walrus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. So you're so hungover that I think you've missed your your lunch meeting with Carla, but you've actually slept through it on purpose. And it turns out he just didn't want to go. Yeah. Why? Because he was having so much fun with JD, and he felt like it. You know. The it it all you know 
when the fight gets when the fight gets real, are you somebody who's gonna dig in and punch back, or are you gonna run? You know, and it seems like at this moment in time, Turk's a runner. Yeah. Well, I think he he has some sort of drunken epiphany because he decides like, no, I'm not going to be the one that's like begging to get back anymore. I got to get out of the fetal position. If you don't want to be in this, then you don't want to be in this. But it's not even being in the fetal position. He doesn't even want to try anymore. He's like, I'm not even going to try. But then he does show up at the grave. But that's after that's after Kelso's speech yes. about what's going yes. on. You're right. Kelso Kelso's advising the young lady the young about lady gastro bypass about getting a gastro bypass and then that, that's funny when you when he means to be talking to her and then you settle up right next to her and like right. what do you, you, I forgot what you say but you say something like go on. Right. Pretty <laughs> and, much. And and then he says nothing worth having comes easy whether it be ch- taking on your weight or taking on a relationship problem or taking on your career goals, whatever it is, um, if, it, if it's worth having, it's not going to happen without work. That's right. It's, the, did, it's all about the journey. It's all did, about the journey. Did you notice? Um, oh, that's what you say. I wrote it down. You go, what if it's too hard? <laughs> yeah, what if it is too hard? Okay. <laughs> did you notice um, a little? T- John Inwood directed this episode, who was our cinematographer for uh, eight seasons of Scrubs. And um, I don't know if it was John or, or Carrie Bennett, our wardrobe designer, but there's an interesting thing they did with the wardrobe of you two at the grave. You're in, you're in the exact same colors. I didn't recognize that. Your outfits aren't matching, obviously, but you're in the exact. You're in a. You're in your clothing items are the exact same shade, just like her shirt is your sweatshirt or something like that, That's- to signify the that you're meant to be together. Well, yeah, that there's that they're going to be all right. That there's still unity in the two of them, whether they know it or not. They right. still have a they they they're still one. As you would, but hope didn't you think that be. was a creative choice to to make them even though Absolutely. they are separated? They are they are still one in in little subtle things. The audience might not even notice it, but I happen to notice it. That's awesome. How about Sarah stuck in the grave? That was hilarious. And she was stuck in the grave. And she was stuck in the grave all night. She's like, "Well, it can't get any worse." And then the thunder. <laughs> now, someone said on Scrubs Wiki that they thought that might be a reference to Young Frankenstein, because apparently in Young Frankenstein, there's a joke. I'm going to read it off Scrubs Wiki. Uh, a possible reference to Young Frankenstein when Doctor Frankenstein and Igor are digging a grave, and Igor says, "Could be worse. Could be raining before <laughs> hearing thunder." Yeah. Oh, when you, we say tokers, smokers, and jokers, that's um, lyrics to- I'm a toker. To, yes. I'm a smoker. Steve Miller Ben. Woo-woo! Some um, people call me the space cowboy. Some call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. You know that song? Yeah, I'm a toker. I'm a I'm smoker. I'm a smoker. I'm a midnight, I'm a mid- whatever the fuck he says. No, it's midnight toker. I'm a joker. I'm a smoker. I'm a midnight toker, playing my music in the sun, right? Yep. If you don't know the Joker, you got to listen to it. It's a it's a old school jam. I was going to say this, uh it was it's we jumped so far ahead, but in the beginning when the young lady is delusional cuz she's been at work for so long. Yeah, that was funny. And at the end of it she has popcorn. Yeah. 
Did you laugh at that? I <laughs> laughed, laughed real hard. I laughed, laughed out loud. Laugh. How does she have popcorn? How does she have popcorn? That made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> She's so delusional. She's like, I'd like two tickets to, I forgot what movie. Million she Dollar Baby. Million. She went to see Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> She was oh in the my God. line sure of the cafeteria. You know, the, <laughs> the crazy, the crazy thing about hospitals is that they they work these poor people so hard, and then they're meant to be like saving lives. She's like hallucinating. She hasn't slept in so long. Right. She, she's at the cafeteria buying theater tickets, and then she's got a big tub of popcorn. How did <laughs> she, she get popcorn? popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> um, Joelle, do we have a guest today? We do have a guest. Yes, and they're the here right here. now. They're here. All right, Excellent. why don't we take a break? We come back. We have an interesting guest that Donald knows today. Sean McBee is in the house, yo. I want to also mention that uh, next week we have the two directors of Seaspiracy on. So you're going to want to make sure that betwixt now and uh, next Tuesday, you uh, you watch Seaspiracy because then you'll really be able to participate in the discussion. I'm very excited about that. It's a fancy Also, yes. when this show airs, you know what day it is. What? May the 4th be with you. Oh, oh shoot. So sh- should we act like it's May the f- May the 4th and say happy May the 4th to you, Donald well, and Joel? I mean, you could say it, but, you know, I'm going to say it again on May the 4th. <laughs> yeah, but we're not going to be recording a <laughs> podcast. Then. I know, but I'm going to dedicate my Instagram to but it. I will what are you going to do for May the 4th? Um, work. Mm. You have work? Yeah, man. It's a freak. It's not a national holiday. Shit. It's just it should the be nerds holiday. It's just no, the nerds holiday. Yeah, but I'm saying, what are you going to do to celebrate May Fourth? And I'm probably going to buy a lot of Star Wars shit, dude. Like you always do on May the Fourth. Okay, Joelle, what are your plans? Um, well, I'm going to be gearing up for the new animated series that's coming out. Oh, I'm that's really right, Bad about. Batch. Bad Batch comes out that day, and it's going to be like an <laughs> hour and a half freaking premiere. I can't wait. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna just be diving deep into the Clone Wars saga. I have all of the books. I'll probably be doing some reading. Just, just love it on Star Wars. Donald, did you see uh, that Disneyland is reopened uh, at at partial capacity? I thought you'd I, be excited about that. I am excited about it. I, you know, we're trying to figure that out now. Um, Disneyland. Are you gonna go? You... Are you gonna be one of the people that is an early adopter of returning to theme parks? Yeah, man. That's listen. I. I I don't know. I'm vaccinated. Um, right. And my wife's vaccinated. And right. in California, as a matter of fact, across America, the CDC says you can walk outside without masks on as long now, as you're we, not. You'll have to wear a mask. As, as long as you're not in a crowded place. And so if it's crowded, I'm definitely going to, you know, I'm sure they have rules. I think it's Disneyland. required to wear a mask at all times. Um, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's. It that's is. Cool. And they're only at 30% capacity. For that's the foreseeable cool. future, so that's cool that's in a the good game time. too. Yeah, you must good... be excited to return. Now, are there Star Wars rides that you haven't been on that might be newly open? I've been on everything. Okay, I haven't Probably been to yeah. the new Star Wars land yet, and I'm yeah, to go. I'm ready. In that in that area where they do that little show when the people come out in costume uh, and they engage with the fans, do you talk to them? Are you like stormtrooper? I want to talk to you. Oh, well, that's yes. the thing. The stormtroopers come up to you, right? And like Let me see ID. The great that the awesome thing about uh, about uh, uh, what is it? The what's the name of the Galaxy's Edge? Is Ooh. that it is interactive, and you choose a side when you get there. It's like you're either you're either 
uh, New Republic or or your First Order. And if you're New Republic, uh, there are people that interact with you. If you're First Order, there are people that interact with you. Uh, And it's an adventure. And you fly the Millennium Falcon. And you go on this real dope ride uh, that... Is re- like the inner. Joelle, like, what's happening over there? Are you? Are you just so I just want to be there so bad. Like I'm it's, just. It's really. <sighs> you know, I'm gonna say this: the ride itself is like small world, but the right. but the the um. It's like the interaction. World? Yeah, well, it's like That's you're not sitting really in a good a, advertisement. For no, the because ride. look, it's it is small world is fucking awesome, dude. In no <laughs> world is small what? world awesome. You don't, y'all don't like small world. I liked it as a kid because like it was the, like it's like oh we have to come and see Small World. But as an adult, I skip Small World. I don't want to. Not at all. I love. Degree. I get on Small World every time. Look, so it, <laughs> well, you have little yeah, kids. Good for you. If I had little kids, I would. But I'm not. I go with adults. I'm not going on Small World. So it's a. It's a. You're literally being. I don't want to give it away to the. Fans, I was going to say. I almost want to pause this because, like, I feel like we're about to enter spoiler territory for this. Yeah, experience. I don't want to give it away. I didn't to know the fans. that rides had spoilers. This well, is this one of those rides. This one. Special. This one has. You know, this one has. It's like you're in a movie, dude. I'll right, leave well, it at I, that. I, I haven't been to that one because it wasn't open when I went. But I went on the the one where you feel like you're flying around, and it really made me nauseous. Did you fly to Millennium Falcon? No. Yes, I'm you sorry. Got on Star Tours. You're talking Star Tours. Yeah, What's Star the Tours. one that's basically you're watching a movie? Star and Tours. You're talking Star Tours. Star Tours. Star Tours. We, should the be, we, should be done with, we should be done with those kinds of rides. No, because they re, they redid that one also. The, look, it's Star really Tours is fire also. Um, but you fly the Millennium Falcon, dude, and you literally fly the Millennium Falcon. And everybody <laughs> has Only one person purpose. gets to. No. No, Zach. No. <laughs> I was tasked with hitting buttons that didn't do anything. Yeah, you do. If you can listen, man. If you listen, okay. Look how worked up he's getting. The higher your score you are is, so worked up. Calm down. Listen, if you get the co, if you, get, I've I've gotten a couple of canisters of coaxium, right? Oh, and if you oh. get the coax, you go into the cantina and they freaking give you love. They're like, yo, I heard your, uh, I heard your coaxium run was whatever, whatever. And Pretty you're like, successful. yeah, 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 no doubt. No doubt. What? Oh my god, dude, it's you're amazing! Such a, you're such it's a amazing. I, you can I, yeah. build droids. You build lightsabers, dude. I saw this video of this guy. They got a shop where they got a baby sarlacc in it. Man, there's a baby sarlacc. A baby Ray, sarlacc. I saw the girl who plays Ray walking around, and some guy was like trying to like flirt with her. It was so Ugh. cringy. It was Gross. the most cringe. Because this poor girl, like, it's one thing to be in a stormtrooper outfit, but she's. You know, dressed as like the beautiful Ray, and this guy's like trying to like talk her up, and she's like, "I've got to be going back to my ship now." <laughs> I was like, "This girl is the worst oh, job." It's in some of the God. best motion control characters I've ever seen in my life. You're in right. my I, you're life. You're talking about the ride I haven't been on because the one I was on I did not like, and then I went. It to looks the Star like Wars it's bar. a real thing. It looks like a, the, the star. The bar is amazing too. The, the drinks. The design are great. of the bar is beautiful. Yes, I mean. So I was I was it's lucky cool. enough at one point to be in the Star Wars camp, and then I blew it by you know being me and and rebelling against certain things. But I was in the Star Wars camp, and I got to go behind the scenes and see all of this stuff before it was made. And it was one yeah. of the most amazing things I've ever been a part of in my life. I was one of the first. I was one of the first people to ever fly the Millennium Falcon. I'm going to put it out there. That's just, dope. That's dope. Um, I think when you walk into that world and you see the Millennium Falcon, it looks cool. But 
mm-hmm. for me, it was kind of like, oh, but that new ride wasn't open yet. Yes. What were you going to say, Daniel? All I was going to say about this is there's a podcast I listened to called Podcast the Ride, where they talk about these things. And a terminology that I learned from that podcast is called ride system. And a ride system is how you describe things like the chairs that you sit in. So, for example, if a ride has like a thing that you walk along, that is a ride system. If you think about like Haunted Mansion, where you sit in those little chairs, that is an individual ride system. A roller coaster where you strap yourself in, that is one ride system. This Star Wars ride is four separate ride systems in one ride in one experience. So that is why I've been trying to spare myself the like the spoiler experience. Oh, dog, I don't want to I don't want to. I no, don't no, want to tell you what happens. I was trying. Listen, I was trying. It's to too de- bad that I now have to tell you what happened. <laughs> now I got to do it. No, don't. now I got to do it. No, no, it's too late. You said you no, didn't want to know. No, I was trying to provide. I was the talking it down when everybody. I said it was small world. I was talking it down when I said it was small world, buddy. No, I was trying to not. I was not trying to make your expectations high. You're going to enjoy this. Have they I'm updated really Small excited. World at all, or is it just the no. same thing over and over? No, it's a classic design by one of the most famous uh, Imagineers ever. we got to leave that alone. Pristine. Right. Joel, you clearly love it. Mm. Oh, man, it's not my favorite ride. It's, it's it's really challenging to sit there and listen to the same song over and over and over again. Yeah, but it's beautiful, But just from man. a design perspective and a historical man. perspective, I think it's important. You okay. know, I think, I think if you skip out on small world you're skipping out on a great experience that has been around forever with disneyland or disney world i'm just putting it out there all right there you go um we are going to take a break and when we come back we have a very interesting guest we'll be right back hey listeners it's been over a year since my family switched to our first helix sleep mattress and let me tell you we've never slept better at my house if you're still sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash real friends. That's helixsleep.com slash real friends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix... Better sleep starts now. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise-canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built-in USB-C charging cable and a noise-canceling 
dazzling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval term. Apply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin designed, Texas tested, and handmade down in the boot making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L F R I E N D S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. And we're back! And we're back! I'm sitting here in a wet bathing suit, and I've been thinking the whole time about taking it off. Don't oh, do wow. it. Please, no. <laughs> no, I mean, I wouldn't show my junk to you guys so i would wear a towel let's bring in the guest let's let's well bring the guest one should we have the guest opine if they think i should take off my wetsuit sure we can ask sean he's going to okay. tell you to take it off though but okay all right okay. well bring here, in sean. Here comes... sean will decide <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> boys and girls people of all walks of life please welcome sean mcbee Hey wow. guys! Hi, Sean. What Welcome up, bro? to the program. How's everybody doing? How you doing? Why does it look like you have a more professional audio recording studio than we do, and we have a successful podcast? Uh, I have two unsuccessful podcasts <laughs> that I put way too much money into. <laughs> Dude, your Respect setup looks that. amazing. Daniel, can you take a screenshot? Thank I you. need all of that shit he has. No problem. <laughs> we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get it get it right over. Oh my god! What, what, what podcasts what? do you do? Yes, plug your podcast right off the bat, Sean. All right, right off the bat, uh, I've got uh, one called Table Reads, where me and two guys funnier than me uh, read scripts that never got made and sort of riff on them. That's and good. And it's, it's, it's not like uh, aspirational scripts. It's like big budget money grab things like Joss Whedon's Wonder Woman. Uh, oh, and you got a hold of the like scripts. Yeah, we read the scripts and we, uh, we point out what's, what's terrible about them. Did, what about Tim Burton? Did you ever do Tim Burton's uh, Superman? 
It's on the list. Can you find? And how that, do you get these scripts? How do you, yeah? Oh, there's places all over the internet, and you know, I work in the film industry, so sometimes uh, I get a little little side hookup here and there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> I know that vibe. That is awesome. <laughs> My brother once uh, got when when uh, Matrix was first came out. It was his favorite movie, and um, someone hooked him up with Matrix dailies. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. Which for those of you who don't know is 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 the raw footage just like not edited together. It's just like Keanu Reeves doing take after take of of like waking up. And I remember <laughs> I came in one day and my brother was just sitting there watching Matrix daily. <laughs> <laughs> just cuz he loved the movie so much. He just wanted to he wanted more. I would watch, I watch Star Wars dailies watch, in a heartbeat. Yeah, you, you would watch Star Wars dailies, Donald. Yeah, All of crazy. the cut scenes, everything. Yeah. All right, Sean, what's what else is going on? What else what's your other podcast? Oh, uh, I do a podcast about Stargirl st- called Stargirl After Show. Nice. Um, and I worked awesome. on that one, so I figured, you know, I'm friends with most of the cast, so I may as well use that. You know who's and- on Stargirl, Zach? Who? A young lady by the name of Amy Smart. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You yeah. might know her listener as uh, a Tasty Coma Wife. She, that is her show. She's on the CW. It's a Berlanti show. Yeah. Uh, the Justice Society is in it. So there's, you know, I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know about the second season, but the first season they reintroduced a lot of really cool characters like Our Man and, uh, uh, and who was who was the original star? Who was star? Was a Star Man originally? Is that who it was? Yeah, it was Played Joe McHale. Joe McHale. Mm. Oh, wait. Yep. Yeah. Joe McHale's on this show as well. Yes. Yes, oh, I like and uh, and uh, Luke Wilson's on the show also. He wow. plays. He play. It's a dynamite. And cast. who's Star Girl? A young actress named Breck Bassinger. Okay. And did they shoot super in amazing? They do shoot yeah. in Atlanta. They so shot Sean, it right I'm a, a, Star they Girl, shot it right okay. across this from the stage where we shot Powerpuff. Sean, I'm assuming that you are uh, Atlanta based, right? Yes, I am. And and how did you? Now, are you a prop master? No, no I'm no, a no. graphic designer. Okay. So uh, what, do you, what was your, what did you, how did you and Donald meet? Tell everyone the backstory. Cause I, I only know that you gave us this incredible present that we want to talk about, but I don't know how you guys worked together and what came about. That's how we met. Yeah. It right. Was, but it how was did, that. how did you, how did she, were you working on Powerpuff Girls? Yeah. He's yes. working on, he's working on Powerpuff. Let him tell it, Donald. <laughs> Jeez. Sean, so go. yeah, I, I was lucky enough to work on Powerpuff and I was like the first person on the crew, like down below everybody that found out that Donald was going to be on the show because I was helping put together the presentation for the network. And they're like, hey, you got to you gotta add a picture of Donald Faison to the professor page. And I was like, oh, huh, what? Okay. <laughs> 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 and so, uh, you know, I, I had, in COVID, I'd sort of fallen behind on this podcast. And so Donald's coming on the show and I'm like, all right, I got to get caught up on this. And I'm listening one day on my way to work and I hear Donald talking about how much he loves a care package. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) I'll put together a care package for this dude. (laughs) Oh my God. And the care package turned out to be one of the the coolest things ever. So we got to, we got to get into this because you said to me that the key and the button are actually functional. No, wait, before you get, you're going too fast. We need to remind some people where this started. Donald and I, on one of these episodes, talked about our love of the film War Games. Yes. And which is just, I remember to be an amazing movie. I haven't seen it in a very long time. But one of the things that always stuck with me was the opening of the film, which is a bit of a prologue 
where um, two men who are the the people in the nuclear silo that are in, when they get the message from the president to launch the the nuclear rocket missile um, both have to turn their keys. And one of them turns it, and the other guy is like panicking. He's like, "Before I kill X amount of million people, I I want to I want to I want to get someone on the phone." Yeah. And he's, I mean, he's not doing what you're supposed to do. He's not following the protocol because he doesn't want to launch the weapon. And the other guy pulls out his firearm and he says, "Turn your key, sir. Turn sir, your key. Turn your key, sir." Yes, and it's a really powerful opening. You learn later that it was a drill to see if human beings could pass the test to launch a weapon that would kill millions and millions of people. And he, they obviously failed and they decided to put, make it computerized, which is the beginning of the movie. So on our show, when we, we, we jokingly say, when we want to like, what is it for thunderous applause or what is it for anything? We're just like, I want you to, to turn your key, turn your key, Zach, right? Turn your key, sir. Yes. And so Sean so made Sean, an actual yeah, mechanism that looks well, now- like, Okay, go ahead. I didn't. I didn't make them. You're giving me oh. too much credit there. Yes, well, didn't but make shit, man. I was like, I bet something like that exists out there, and I did some searching and I found some, and uh, so I got you these big red buttons that unlock <laughs> with a key and put "turn your key" on there. I left Love off it. the sir because I I didn't want to leave Joel out. Oh God, you're a thoughtful man. So well, first of all, I love that you're, you're spending money on Donald with a care package. It's very thoughtful of you. Dude, there was there. a lightsaber in there. There, no, was, a there lightsaber. was also a lightsaber, Sean. Where did you get the lightsaber? Luke's lightsaber that was handed down from his father, which he then gave to Ray, was in the care package. So, um, the very same one. That was, that was a lightsaber that um, I had for a number of years. And then I got my hands on a real Graflex... Uh, flash tube you can see behind me right there yeah and made like a super super legit one for myself and so then uh i just i had this spare lightsaber for quite a while and i I never found another man's it's not trash trash though i was saving it to give it to someone special there we go. <laughs> Finally, that person came along. So why are you Aww. so nice, Sean? Beautiful. I mean, you seem like a very nice human being. Is you are you are you are you like this to lots of people in your life, or just are you a Donald Faison mega fan? It, it's it's not just Donald Faison. It's it's both of you guys. Like I've watched Scrubs so many times. The show's given me so much joy over the years. Um, and here's an example. I was you know getting ready for yet another rewatch uh, when I heard about this podcast launching. And so I started watching along with you guys. But by the time you got to episode five, I was finished with the whole thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I just can't keep We got to get you, but for the audience so you can't see, Sean has a, a beautiful glass case behind him. It looks like some treasured props from different films and, and TV shows. Am I right, Sean? Yeah, uh, mostly replicas. Okay, like some, well, I feel like we need stuff. to get him something, Donald, for his case. I agree, man. Well, you know, I'm trying to get back into the Lucasfilm. If I could get something from them, I would send it your way. Uh, I'm if the show, get, if if the show gets picked up, if the show gets picked up, you'll have all the swag you need from that end of things. I'll sign whatever you want me to sign. I know. We got to um, get him something worthy of his dope glass case, though. Yeah, I agree. I where agree. do you look for replicas, Sean? I mean, I know there's on the internet and eBay, right? Is that where you find stuff? Yeah, I mean, I've been parts of online groups that are just dedicated to this super nerdery, um, and I make a fair amount of them myself. Um, 
like here. Is that the is that the sculpture from Batman the TV show that behind you? Yes, it is. Oh my god! You see, aren't you impressed? Donald? Like, oh pull that out. That was, does it have that, a button when you lift up the head? It does. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> is it Shakespeare? It is. It's yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. wow. Holy Donald, I thought you'd shit. be impressed that I got all three of those. I mean, well, I'm impressed. Well done. Pull that out. A, Holy shit. A working puppet from of uh, Tom Servo from Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, my God. Yeah. That yeah. is. That is dope. It's a working a green, puppet? There's, yeah. Lights up and everything? there's a green lantern thing? No, he doesn't light up. Oh. There's a his, green lantern little thing, mouth. right? Is yeah. That a green lantern? Green oh. lantern power battery. Wow. Uh, Mojo dope. Jojo helmet that I made oh. and designed myself. What's Mojo Jojo? From Powerpuff Girls. So, uh, Mojo Jojo is the bad guy from Powerpuff, Powerpuff Girls. Okay, no spoilers, guys. No spoilers. But I they better fucking it. pick up this show. I'm going to call Berlani right now. See Do where it. We're at. <laughs> call him. Call him. Listen. It, it seems call him and Sarah. unlikely hey, that it wouldn't Sean, get picked up, right? Sean, let's not jinx it, baby. Knock on something that's wooden. Well, Sean is very dialed in, it seems to me, to the, to the Greg Berlani uh, Atlanta universe. Are you, Sean? Well, I mean, I've worked on two Berlani shows now. Um, do do you feel? Um, did you feel a good vibe um, on, on this show that it had a shot? Because I do, and I, I'm just saying that because I love Donald. But I feel like it was a good vibe. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think that people really say no to Greg Berlani, and we yeah, have true. an Academy Award winning screenwriter as yeah. our writer and showrunner. Yeah. Greg Berlani's kind of like the Spielberg of CW. He's like, you know. No, it's he, more than a CW, man. It's more than I'm a not, CW. I'm not minimizing it by CW, but he, he is has sort a of show like the Shonda Rhimes of CW. He has a show on every network, pretty much. Maybe not ABC right now, but there's he has something somewhere, somehow. I wonder it's his, if it's his Northwestern education. Well, you know, be. they say Northwestern is the Harvard of the Midwest. They do. And I, I'm not just the only one who says that. I bet you Greg Berlani says that himself. I uh, worked – one of the first student films I ever worked on was written by Greg Berlani at Northwestern. One of the first movies you were ever you ever starred in was directed and written by Greg Berlanti as yes. well. And we had the same acting teacher named David Downs. and um, He came on the show, didn't he? Yes. And he's uh, I, I, I spoken of, of him because in the Wizard of Oz episode – He's the man that is losing, uh, whose son is ill, right? Yes. And you have a great scene with him. Yes. That was really awesome, too. There you go. Now, that's that's when, your six degrees of Greg Berlani for you. Well, I mean, it's it's not very hard. He's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you think um, his most successful, popular show is on, on, on CW? River, River, Riverdale, is that his? Well, probably yes, the Flash? The Flash. Oh, the Flash. Yeah. The Flash, yeah. Flash or Arrow. Um, he also had like uh, he's the Green Lanterns coming out. That's the next one. I think that's on HBO. HBO Max. Max. Yeah. 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 He's got a bunch of shows on HBO Max actually, yeah. uh, from Titans to Doom uh, Patrol to now the Green Lantern show. Like Greg is. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Berlanti is really. I think you call him Greg. I think you're allowed to call him Greg. Sean, did you um, did you always work in film, uh, or 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 what, what, what's your how did you get into the business? I'm sure people who like graphic design and and uh, who who might want to do what you do. How do you, how did you do it? So uh, I sort of stumbled and fell into it. Um, my wife had gone to art school in Atlanta, and we lived in Florida. She wanted to move here, and. Uh, you know, I've been into replicating props and stuff forever. And this show, Constantine, came out on NBC. 
Another Berlani show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was this weird, like, Art Deco record on it that played the devil's voice. And I redesigned the, or recreated the, you know, art for it. And then I actually, like, had it pressed into a record that played the sounds and everything. And I put it on Twitter and I tagged the production designer for the show. And he liked it. We got talking on Twitter. When my wife and I came up for a four-day trip to Atlanta to look at neighborhoods to maybe move to, uh, he said, well, stop by the studio. He had just lost his graphic designer, and he hired me on the spot oh to be God. his graphic wow. designer. Wow. wow. Whoa. But you made that happen. I mean, that's the lesson, is that you were, like, proactive. You tagged him on Twitter. You, 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 you worked for it. It didn't just happen to you. Yeah, and I, you know, it was something that I loved doing that I just did, and I put it out there in the world. and. Uh, I whiteboarded that before I knew what a what whiteboarding was. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. Well, That's you made it up. happen, man. And 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 so tell people who might not know like the different tasks that a graphic designer has on a show because you've already mentioned things as as varied as making a um, you know, a, a a promotional thing that included Donald's picture to redesigning a prop. Like what are the different things a, a graphic designer does on a show? So a graphic designer tends to do anything that has graphics that actually goes in front of a camera. Mm -hmm. So it's not like on-screen graphics, like right. like uh, VFX or anything like that. It's um, signage. It's if someone has a graphic T-shirt on, uh, hatches for the police, police cars, um, any kind of props. Any prop uh, that needs to be bespoke for the show, and even plenty uh, not, right? Because if you can't show Coca-Cola, you have to make sort of a Coca-Cola-like label that isn't too close. You have to know what you're allowed to do, right? Because you can't go too close to the actual product. Exactly. Uh, it's, there's a lot of like knowing what you can get away with through legal with that stuff, with fake products, um, not making them the same color scheme as what they're trying to evoke. Uh, newspapers. Yeah. Um, all kinds of stuff. Um, well, it, you're it's, one of the, it sounds like you're one of those people who's lucky enough to be doing something and making a living at something you genuinely love doing. Oh, dude. I've wanted to be involved in the movie since I saw E.T. in the theater when I was three. Wow. Hmm. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's that's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix... Better sleep starts now.
JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built in USB C charging cable and a noise canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years, and not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Now, Sean... um we usually do questions, but I think with you, do, do, do you, do you're kind of a VIP guest because you, uh, you know, you gave us this amazing present. Do you want to, do you have a question? Do you want to ask questions? Do you, wanna, do you have a question? Do you want us to fix your life? How can we be of service to you for giving us this beautiful present? Um, you know, just, just being here and giving me 20 years of scrubs watching is, is great. Right. And I, uh, I have to be honest, um, for the fix your life thing. I was having trouble thinking of any way that you could fix my life because honestly, my life is just real great. I'm real happy. Oh my god! Nice. Um, what amazing. You know what? I'm gonna hit but, it. Sorry, Donald. I did not. 
I did, I, I did not turn my key, but I will well, turn wait, it now. So we have the prop. Okay. Uh, all right, so we don't need but, to fix your life because well, your wait, life Wait, wait, wait. Is- there okay. actually is something that you can do that okay. would help keep my life fixed. Okay. Okay. So I, you may be aware that here in Georgia, we have a shit heel of a governor who keeps mm. signing bullshit laws. Yeah, we know about mm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what ends up happening is a bunch of people in Hollywood start saying, well, we shouldn't film in Georgia anymore. And, you know, it doesn't help us. If the film industry leaves Georgia, then you're just taking a whole bunch of blue voters out of the state right after we just flipped the presidency. We just put two Democrats in our Senate, you know, Mm -hmm. we're on the cusp of like really changing Georgia into a good place. Mm. And the governor doing all this only got there because he cheated. Yeah. So now, how do you, you guys- well, Sean? I, so, so, so I hear what you're saying, but what is there, obviously there's people. I know Will Smith was one of them who moved his film to Louisiana. Yeah. What do you say to people that are are upset with with what he's trying to do um, and 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 don't want to? I understand what you're saying. He's like, don't 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 take the work away. That's not you're going to affect people that are probably on your side, and you're going to put a lot of people out of work. It's not their fault. But when you're the Will Smiths in, in, of the world or people who have actually power to move productions, what, what do you say to them? Well, I just say, look at what Ryan Coogler said and what Jordan Peele said. They said, you stay and fight, you change it. We have Stacey Abrams almost certainly running for governor again next year. And she has been pushing a voter sign-up initiative for the last four years. Yeah, she's that an incredible. Is, and she got, and she's going to get nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. She's so yeah, incredible. It's she's been largely credited with putting Georgia in the Biden column, just with her own efforts. And she's going to keep fighting that fight. And then she's going to run for governor. And we're going to get rid of this guy. And Georgia's going to stop passing these stupid laws. And everybody can be happy here. But it can't happen if film just shuts down and takes everybody that you know came here from L.A. That's like-minded away we can't Why, what's I have, I have a question you might know the answer to or if you don't dana will what what's the thinking behind you're not allowed to bring someone water as they wait online to vote oh it's just straight evil it, it's <laughs> yeah i mean but what is the governor what's the governor's logic the governor's logic is that it's encouraging people to vote a certain way by bringing he them literally water? he never he never gave like a specific reason. Like there, at least in my like readings, there's never been like a, well, we don't want to like back up the line or, you know, we don't know what's in that water. You're giving like, they didn't even try to bullshit it. They were just like, you just can't do that <laughs> anymore. What's in the water. <laughs> like, <laughs> part of the law, part of the law is that the state can determine how many polling places a, a locality has and how right. much early voting they have. Right to put them all on an even keel, so that a county with five thousand people can have the same amount of voting resources as Fulton County with ten million people or whatever there are here, and so that creates these giant, super long lines right. in in areas where it's primarily people of color mm. or other likely Democratic voters, and they have to be in line for eight hours. And That's if you so can nuts. bring them food and water, then they might stay. They, 
they might stay. Otherwise, so it really is as simple as that. Really, is as simple as like we don't want to encourage them to stay in line. Yeah, I just think it's crazy. I'm going to say this as apolitically as possible because I, I, I really just think it's insane to say that any human being in this country who can vote has to wait eight hours to vote. It's just yeah, so agreed. bizarre that that's an accepted thing. And, and, and I can understand how frustrated you would be in, in, in Georgia because you'd be like, why do certain neighborhoods have no wait and our neighborhood has a fucking nine hour wait? Yeah. That's exactly it. Doesn't make it. any sense. And so you would say, we would say, all politics aside, let's add more polling places. Let's add more drop boxes. Why is that even a debate? No one should have to wait that long to vote. Because then the people that want to, the people that have been cheating to get into office for the longest can't get into office. I know, that's but that's so fucking sinister. That, that's anyway. politics. Isn't and that the politics? On top of that sinister is right. that if you do decide to give somebody water in line, you could go to jail for a year. Right. A full year. Yeah. What well, the hell? That does not seem like a good man. All and right. So we're going to fix your life by not uh, taking our, our productions out of. I, uh, I would. I would be so so grateful if you guys could just use your voices and say, you know, stay in Georgia and fight. Well, Donald did, and wherever Ryan Coogler does, Donald wants to do that as well because Donald is going to be in Black Panther one day. Listen, Sean, I, I have to admit, when I heard about this, I had the same reaction. I, not that I was about to make something in Georgia, but I, I thought to myself, oh, Hollywood's going to pull out of this state because yeah. that's, it's ridiculous. Um, and then I saw people like Ryan Coogler and, and, and others, Stacey Abrams, saying, no, please, look, we're making such progress. Don't abandon us. You know? yeah, yeah, because that's what it is. That's what it turns into. Um, I, you know, I, Will Smith I didn't get your message. Donald, why don't you call Will Smith and tell him to change his mind? <laughs> Let me write that down. Call, write it down. Call Will, Will Smith. Smith. Okay. Um, Sean. I mean, I'm sorry if I made that too political. It's just, it's no, real important no, to me. He, and, he, I, I, I actually don't, I don't even think it needs, uh, uh, everyone will interpret it as political as a Democratic Republican thing. But I, I, I just find it so baffling when you come at it from an innocent point of view, if you just put yourself in a, I don't know anything about politics place and go, why do some neighborhoods have more polling places per capita than others? Why do why why are you there's an eight hour wait? Why are you taking more away? It just doesn't make any logical sense at all. You're right. And then you go okay. And then you go wait wait wait. I got an extra something. When people are bringing them water and food, let's put them in jail. That's encouraging them to stay. Let's make it jail. illegal. Let's make it illegal to bring them water. That's some crazy 2021 shit right there. Um, all right. Well, how do we end on a happy note, guys? Uh, Donald, say something funny. Uh, Booger snot shit ass. <laughs> what? Fuck. Booger snot shit ass? Good night. No, that, is, oh that, didn't, do that didn't do it. That didn't do it. do it. Um, that did it for me. Listen, everybody. I'm Sean, I'm are still you, laughing. Sean, are you going to watch um, Percy vs. Goliath, my new film that's number four on iTunes tonight? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Please do. You must like Christopher Walken. I love Christopher Walken. Um, it's a very good film. It happens to be number four on iTunes. Listeners, please check it out. It, it was made for 11 cents. and uh, well, it's, Don't it's pretty, lie to them. It was made for very little money. And okay. the fact that it is um, number four on iTunes with no marketing budget is cool. 
and I hope that it uh, continues to do well. I feel like a lot of that has to do with the people that are in the movie. Well, it's all, I think everyone loves Christopher Walken. Christina Ricci and I are are the small supporting parts, but it's all about Walken, and he's just a pleasure to watch. And it's about a very interesting subject um, on Santo, which we won't even begin to try and talk about here. But you'll see it in the movie. (laughs) Um, Joelle, do you have anything you want to tell the audience? Uh, Don't forget to buy uh, merch. We have socks. We have badge pulls. We got Sh- new hot shit coming. I'm so excited yeah, some for the merch sexy store. Stuff coming. Sean, do you want to plug your works. do you want to plug your podcast names one more time so everybody knows what the names are? Sure. There's uh Table Reads, which you can find at tablereadspodcast.com and Stargirl After Show, which is at stargirlaftershow.com. And I just have to say real quick um to Joel and Daniel, um yeah. I do those two podcasts all on my own like all my own editing table reads. I run like a live radio show with all kinds of production. And I, I cannot understate how much work that you guys must do <laughs> to make this and other podcasts happen. Like, I don't think people understand the work that goes into that. I only was able to job. do, <laughs> I, I only was able to do star girl after show because of the COVID shutdown. That's how much time, I went into that. If I had to work a job, that show would suck. Yeah. Well, well look how tricked I Thank you. you s- yeah. Sincerely. You honor them. You honor me. <laughs> you, 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 you honor me. I kept my wet bathing suit on for Sean. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate Thank that. Thank you. I'm going to slide it off the second we hang up. Oh, my God. Please do not. <laughs> I'm going to slide it off in a provocative manner. Do that not is, do that. Even I'm alone, I'm going to try and turn myself on by how slowly I slide it Oh, down. I thought you were going to do it when we were on. I was about to say, do not do it. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I, I, will, I wouldn't do it in front of um, Joelle and Daniel, but you might actually like it. <laughs> um, thank you for listening, as always. We really, really, really appreciate you. And um, and next week, we're going to have the directors of Seaspiracy on. We're going to do one of our uh, – a conversation with – um, and uh, it's going to be really interesting. So check out Seaspiracy this week and uh, check out Percy vs. Goliath this week. And uh, thank you so much. Donald, count us out. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made About a bunch of docs and nurses And a janitor who loved me I said, here's a story This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.